Hello, and welcome back to the Biz Alchemist podcast, where we're meeting with amazing spiritual entrepreneurs about their journey from, you know, finding their purpose, deciding to take the leap and live their mission, but then like all the other like kind of crazy stuff that we have to deal with as a business owner, because sometimes people don't talk about that part, right? And I think that that's really important. And I am so excited and grateful to have my friend Carrie Ferber here. Welcome, Carrie. Hi, Fallon. Thank you so much for having me on, you sweet divine being you. Oh, I'm so excited to dive in. We've already been talking and like just crazy shit and amazing stuff is like happening. So we'll jump right in after I tell you a little bit more about Carrie. She is an intuitive channel and earth oracle and a channeler of divine Gaia codes. She empowers curious and courageous souls to trust in their personal truth, embody their fullest essence, and confidently beam their inner light on this planet. So let that soak in all that light. <laughs> and what really Carrie does that I love is she bridges light worker hearts back to the heart of Gaia to live a more vibrant, aligned and expansive human experience. And since I met her, God's only been two months, which is wild. Like anytime someone says the word Gaia or is talking about mother earth, like I just think of you like doing this amazing work that you're doing. So if you wanted to just kind of share what you do and then like kind of the beginning of like your gifts turning on and then like the journey that led you to today where I, you're in Portugal, but like whenever I talk to you, I don't know where you're going to (laughs) be. Yes. Yes, of course. I mean, it's almost like truly the life that I have created looks somewhat like Carmen San Diego meets divine feminine Indiana Jones meets Kim Possible, like meets like Da Vinci Code. Like it's kind of like a a weaving of all of those. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And in that exploration, I hold space for wonderful, amazing humans of all kinds to reconnect with the heart consciousness that resides within their own heart space. And then allowing that beautiful connection to connect with the guy, with the heart of Gaia, the guy, the heart of Gaia. Um, So the heart of mother earth and mother nature, planet earth, whatever term resonates with you. Um, To me, I will likely use Gaia for this podcast. Um, But she is the ultimate mother. And, um, my journey has been this journey outside of spirituality before I woke up, quote unquote, just as a human being walking on this planet, having a human experience, having my own experience with this planet, having my own experience with the four directions and the elements and the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom. And then kind of having this whole intuitive activation situation over a couple of years and it all just kind of like clicked in um, different pieces of my multifaceted mission relating to allowing human beings walking on this planet to live a more expansive and vibrant and aligned life with a focus of co-creating with Gaia herself as a spirit guide, as someone on your team, as someone who truly wants you to have that kind of experience. Um, so it's really just like assisting wonderful souls to 
reconnect with themselves and reconnect with this planet and um, live a badass mission focused, but also human experience, soul expansion focused life in this incarnation. Amazing. I love it. So for someone who is listening and, you know, they just maybe started prioritizing like grounding, right? Like being barefoot for at least minimum 20 minutes a day. What's something that you would say to them to help them realize how healing and powerful mother earth is and like other things they might want to start sprinkling into their daily practice? Yeah. You know, what's coming through to share right now with your audience for this specific question is it's just becoming more conscious with your breath, becoming more conscious with your eyes, with your senses, with how you're tuning into the air, how you're tuning into the planet, how you're tuning into these little nuances that we are so distracted and so busy um, with other priorities that we sometimes don't give the rightful attention that the air is speaking to us just like the earth. And, um, And the other thing I would like to offer as an invitation is grounding is beautiful. Putting our feet on the ground truly is one of like the miracle remedies of this human experience, I believe. And it doesn't always have to look like that. We, I personally believe that we can, we can be grounding when we are walking around breathing and being conscious of our breath, being conscious of the wind that's blowing a a figment of hair across your face. Um, Water obviously is another huge one, but I would love for us to just remove, blow up the box that we perceive as grounding on this planet um, to whatever it is for you. Uh, but for me, I know that I can feel grounded in water. I know I can feel grounded on an airplane when I'm flying and I'm looking at the clouds. Like that's my own interpretation. And that's also how I co-create with this planet in different ways. Um, so it's just allowing people to play, allowing people to play and become more conscious of how they are aware and, and tuning into this experience with with nature, with your feet, with the way that you walk, and also with the way that you decide to just look up, you know, like we think grounding is down. <laughs> um, yeah. And it can be looking up. It can be looking up at, you know, at the vista in front of you, whatever that vista is, or it can be looking up at the clouds. It can be all of these things. Um, And so I just think there's just so much possibility for people and working with this planet is way more nuanced and playful and co-creative to each soul individually, because each of us has a soul contract with mother earth, with this planet, every single one, Uh, every living being on this planet has a contract with Gaia. And, um, it's going to be unique for you just like it is for me. And part of just my job is being able to blow up some of these boxes, especially in the spiritual space of what grounding is, what connecting with Gaia is all of these things that we, um, 
perceive may not be exactly what our soul is resonating with while having this beautiful human experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know for you, like traveling is a big thing and I don't know if it's still a thing now, but like, I know when I was like in college, like that was like the cool thing. Like everyone wanted to, I just want to travel and explore and like learn all these things. And I feel like that used to be like what the cool kids did, right? Like before things got so serious on this planet. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. There, There's like a, I mean, exploration has a freedom. It has a liberation. It has a, it has an expansiveness that kind of just naturally weaves in to the experience of travel. Um, and, you know, with, with everything happening, people get to prioritize what they want to prioritize. And for me, it has been and always will be travel um, for many, many reasons, but uh, it is imperative for my soul to travel and to find home within me and find home within others and obviously physical locations as well um, throughout the globe, throughout this planet. So cool. Yeah. I know that you do a lot of virtual work. So if some, like when we met, I was telling you how I'm like obsessed with Ireland just because of the things that I've heard about, like, you know, the mermaids and the gnomes and like all these like magical things that happen in there. And you're like, oh yeah, like we can totally talk about getting Ireland codes. So I would love to hear just a little bit more about that. So people listening can kind of understand like just the depth and the beauty of what you actually do and that how much you can actually do from anywhere in the world, just like on zoom. Totally. I think what's cool about, so divine Gaia codes and just like, is just a reference for the unique frequencies that this planet holds. And believe it or not, they're everywhere. You don't have to specifically go to a sacred site, go to a vortex to receive the ultimate spiritual awakening. Um, and I, it, it can be beautiful, absolutely. And also your, your soul has a calling um, to specific codes, codal, like nodal locations on this planet that you are meant to receive. And you can receive these energetically without physically having to go to that location. And you can receive them physically by going physically to the location. Um, and what I facilitate as part of my uh, wonderful, amazing, beautiful divine mission is basically acting as a code carrier channeler um, to allow codes to move through me for that specific person receiving that specific soul, uh, what they're energetically available for, what is going to be a match for their highest and best to anchor in their highest timeline, etc. their gifts, whatever is meant to turn on at this exact moment in time will happen from just you knowing, okay, I have a big resonance with Ireland. Don't really know fully why, but like, I'm open. Let's see what, what steps forward for me to receive and what turns on from that in terms of remembrance, in terms of truth, in terms of embodiment is like, it, it just, it's incredible. Um, so my work virtually is basically just on zoom one-on-one sessions. I also have different 
containers where we kind of dive into some of these things. But in general, it's absolutely possible to energetically tune in and receive um, from anywhere on this planet, just like we can channel and receive information, wisdom from a tree, from a deer, from our soul families and our galactic families and the cosmos. It's, it's kind of similar, yet also um, distinctly to this planet, planet Earth. I love that. So you'll appreciate <laughs> So, you know, October, the energy was all about like the bear and yes. I kind of forgot about it. Cause it was like later in October when I was going to North Georgia for a wedding. So it's like very mountainous and stuff. And on the way there, I was like, I really want to see a bear just kind of set it to myself. I grew up in Maine, like bears weren't exactly like this, you know, thing that I wasn't used to seeing, but I was like, I really want to see one. And then like super late at night, the night before the wedding, some, someone in the wedding party was like, oh yeah, we were like up at two in the morning and like saw a bear. And I was like, what? <laughs> why didn't you call me? And then on my drive home, I had like all the windows down, like my moon roof open. I'm just like, so happy. I had such a fun weekend, like ready to go home and relax. And I go around a corner and there's a bear like in the middle of the road. And I just stopped and like talked to it. And it was just like, the most amazing thing ever. That's incredible. That's how it works. That's when we actually surrender to this planet, to consciously co-creating with Gaia and all of her beings on it. We live serendipitous lives like that. That's a perfect example, Fallon. That's a perfect example. I love that for you. I love that for you. Thank you. And I also want to go back to the air and the breathing thing, because that's a big thing that I'm always working on. Like when you told me you're doing, going to a breathwork retreat, I was like, damn, like that's one of the hardest things for me. Just cause like, there's just so much that my nervous system is like still processing, I guess. I don't know, but just like, yeah. And I forget to breathe is basically what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. especially if I'm reading outside or like I'm going for a walk And if I read a certain sentence or I think a certain thought, and then like I'm present of the wind and the air, it gets, it just like helps anchor in what just happened. And I feel like those are the messages that we can really pay attention to. And like, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm like all about angel numbers and like spirit animals and all of the things, but it really can be these like really simple things that really have the biggest impact and are like not things that I can screenshot and share in my stories. (laughs) (laughs) totally and to your point it's like nature helps us integrate yeah nature is ever-changing right we are ever-changing the only constant in this human experience is change yeah the only constant on Gaia is change and when we consciously co-create with her we get to integrate those changes a lot more easily with a lot more joy and in the frequency of unconditional love and surrender to get out of the mind, get into the heart, get into our bodies, get back onto this planet. Totally. Yeah. That's it. Hard before we went on, it was inner temple, tune into the portal of your heart. And I was like, of course, obviously, obviously. I love this so much. So for someone who is also kind of new to like learning about like the heart's intelligence and like some of the 
neurons that are actually in our heart. Do you want to kind of speak to that a little bit? So from a physical standpoint and how that weaves into a frequency standpoint, I'm not the best person to touch on about that. However, just knowing that our heart is connected to the heart chakra, which is basically a powerhouse portal of uh, consciousness. And I do like to use the term heart self, heart Mm -hmm. consciousness. And um, I, I just, they resonate with me. And so when I, when I think about the heart, it's like, okay, we have a physical heart pumping blood to all of our veins, allowing our body to be here. And that beautiful, wonderful physical heart gets to connect to my energetic system and my work field. And it, it I mean, I could go on about the heart chakra, but in general, yeah, our heart yeah, space, yeah. <laughs> really is. It's, it's our center of multidimensionality. It's where we get to access, I believe, where we really get to access our multidimensional selves. That could be other lives. That could be off-planet lives, other on-planet lives. That could be ancestors. That could be loved ones. Um, but uh, our, our true, authentic frequency comes from here. And um, it also, of course, energetically is where we receive and give love, where we store grief, where we store pain. Um, so it has all of these nuances that it holds. And when we allow ourselves to allow that light, divine light of whatever sort to flow in, it allows us to actually almost like see through the windshield of our hearts even clearer to allow grounded action to happen in the frequency of trust and in the frequency of empowerment versus fear and disempowerment, which from my experience comes from my mind. (laughs) Um, So even while we have a beautiful, wonderful third eye chakra here, our crown chakra, like we've got our throat chakra, we've got all these wonderful chakras in our system. Um, They each play a beautiful role. To me, my truth, my truest frequency emanates from here. It emanates from my heart space. It emanates from my heart self. And as I really start to trust that, I just get blown away with how much beauty I feel. (laughs) Uh, in my external world and from my internal world and, um, and connection to the full spectrum of the human experience, whether that's the depths of pain, grief, suffering, trauma, atrocities, all of that to the, the other lenses of unconditional love, grace, enlightenment. Um, it's all of those, but I think we can really only see that full spectrum from our heart, which is really seeing is from sensing is what I really mean to say. Beautifully and perfectly said. Thank you for explaining that. I appreciate it. I hope that makes sense. Um, but yes, yeah. 
I love that. And one of the things that I love about you is just, you know, like today I was in a walkway in the middle of my little city, was not expecting to see this like gravel walkway where it actually had the footprints, right? It's like people actually leaving their imprint like on the earth and like you leave an imprint on people's hearts. Like anytime someone talks about, well, now it's like the whole Ireland mermaid thing is like a legit obsession. Yes, <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> yeah. So that, and then the very specific, beautiful advice that you gave me was that I needed the codes of sitting on a rock and allowing the waves to crash on me and to let let go <laughs> and letting things that are no longer serving me like extra weight and toxins just like literally be melted away and like letting Gaia like take it for me and now anytime someone talks about Ireland or even like the ocean and waves like I think of you and it reminds me you know like don't forget what Carrie said like do your little meditation like just takes two seconds and actually just brought in a client and she's about to go to Ireland and like do the whole thing. And she's like, how can I support you? And I said, just, if you could just think about me for a few moments while you're by the ocean, like that would be amazing. That would be a huge gift. Oh, that's so incredible. Fallon. I love this so much, so much. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, it's also just like that pearl, that pearl, that inner, beautiful, wonderful frequency that we all have of this like pearl consciousness or frequency within the heart consciousness, however you want to feel into it. Like that pearl resides here in the heart and it has to come out of its beautiful, wonderful oyster shell to be seen for you to see it first and foremost, for you to see it, feel it, sense it, know it, trust it embody it and then that allows that inherently like lets go of of the mental cage that we may have had in our own ways around that for others to see us for others to see our truest frequency and be like zoop that's exactly that soul family i'm meant to work with her i'm meant to co-create with her i'm meant to be uh, her neighbor i'm like it's all of these things like this like it goes beyond what we can even comprehend how precise our frequencies align with other frequencies when we are in our truest embodiment and and unashamedly beaming um you know david lyon has a beautiful saying that says liberate your shine and i think about that often of like do I have the courage to liberate that fully? Mm. And some days maybe I don't, but, but with my devotion to myself, to my soul self, to my heart self, to my multifaceted mission, it is my duty to live my joy. And it is my duty to liberate my shine. I love that. And I freaking love him. <laughs> if you, he's amazing. Yeah, like definitely, obviously follow Carrie and get her world on Instagram, but you'll see that we both mutually follow David Lyon. Like, he's incredible. Yeah. I'm a fangirl. David Lyon for a very big reason. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. so important. Like, everyone's a, like, well, everyone, but like a lot of people in our community, right? It's like, like, be the lighthouse, be the beacon, be the beam of light. And it's like, yeah, but like, fucking embody it. Like, actually do it. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, get, you know? Yes. And it can get pretty amazing very quickly when you focus on that integration, when you focus on that embodiment, when you focus on you seeing you, everything else takes care of itself. 100%. So what do you have some exciting things planned in your life and business right now? I do. I do. So, so I mean, so much is always happening in the carry verse. I feel That's like, um, <laughs> we're meant to have an entire crazy, amazing life experience in one day. And like you embody that. And I love that we share that. <laughs> yes. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, there's some exciting stuff in the pipe of like, what I'm going to be creating the rest of this year to really officially launch in 2024, um, like Jan 2024. Um, so we've got some grid working stuff. I'm going to be having a grid working course level one and two coming out soon. Uh, I'm just really consciously. Uh, yes. Yes. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, and just different containers that are wanting to be birthed through me. Um, different ways of holding space, all relating to heart consciousness and heart consciousness of this planet. Um, so that's kind of the bucket. And I have a general idea of some things, um, but we'll see what officially, officially moves through between now and the end of the year to really be birthed into the new year. So yeah, but in the meantime, uh, traveling and we'll be traveling through pretty much early March of next year is the tentative plan, um, receiving all the codes. So just for people to know uh, more specifics, just generally when I travel, uh, I kind of have this energetic backpack of sorts that basically like uploads, downloads certain frequency codes uh, from all over this planet. And it is my job to be a steward of this energetic backpack, um, which <laughs> involves taking care of my physical body and my mental body and all things um, with uh, a level of devotion as well. Um, but yeah, while traveling, it's like, I'm grid working, I'm receiving codes, I'm giving codes. It's a whole other thing. Um, but I'm also just living the human experience and being of service with my clients. Um, I take clients from the road on my travels. So it just makes it so much easier to be able to like, take my clients at certain times of the day, be able to go out and do my thing other kind of times of the day. Um, so right now I'm just in a travel phase and, I love and I'm incredibly grateful for every minute of it, truly. Um, and yeah, we'll see what's ahead. This, I, yeah, we'll see what's ahead. But that's kind of it in my, in my world in the near future. I'm very excited. And so I want to backtrack. I meant to ask this at the beginning. What is grid working? Grid working is basically, to me, consciously working with this planet. Perfect. Thank and you. Yes. So we touched on that a little bit, but the word conscious, it's like becoming aware, becoming conscious, opening your senses. It starts with that. And then of course, when we breathe, it's like when we get into our bodies 
and we like breathe in that air um, and allow it in, like that is in its own way, each breath is a co-creation with this planet. And it's so beautiful. I, I could go on like a whole rant around the breath and the human experience and connecting with Gaia and connecting with our bodies. Um, but it really is incredibly powerful when we just become more aware and maybe put down our phones a little bit more often when we're out in nature. And I'm guilty of this too. Like I love taking photos and I do, you know, video stories of like, Gaia frequencies of like, you know, what are you picking up on for this? What do you pick up on for that? Of like sending out certain codes, but people will receive what they're meant to receive. And also like, there are times where I'm like, Carrie, put your phone away, you know? Um, so, so I, you know, I do this dance too. I am not exempt from this stuff, but when we really allow that space for us to connect with Gaia in any way, shape or form, if that's sitting having your back sit on the trunk of a tree, if that is being in your garden, whether you plant anything or not, if that's looking at a blade of, blade of grass, if that's up in the plain, if that's just staring at a glass of water, like there are elements around us everywhere and there are frequencies and codes in all of those elements, even just now, like even I'm pretty sure I'm facing North. Like I could just co-create with the directions all day, you know, like, I don't even think I need, I don't, I don't even need the elements. Like I could just co-create with the, the direction of North um, in this moment. And sometimes I play around with that and it's fun. And um, I, yeah, I, it's just so expansive. It's limitless in how we can really truly delve into connecting with ourselves and connecting with this planet um, to feel held by her and to feel held like, we want to be here because we actually chose to be here. Our souls, like I said, have that contract. We chose to be here. So in that choice, which was incredibly courageous at this time, living in very dynamic times on this planet, we're meant to be here. We are meant to be connecting with our truth, connecting with our pearl, connecting with our heart self so that we can live into new earth so that we can live into new dimensions of ourselves at a wild time in Earth's history, galactic history, source, quote unquote, history. Um, it's, we're here for a reason and we're here at this time for a reason. And it's time that we feel empowered about being here. Um, I think there's a lot of, I personally believe there's some threads in the spiritual space of like, Beam me up, Scotty. Get me off planet. Like, I'm outie deuces. And I'm just like, nothing. Like, I love this planet. I have had so many lives on this planet. And not just like karmic loop cycles or whatever people want to say. Like, no, I choose to come here because yeah. I love it. I know. And I'm a Sagittarius <laughs> and I love adventure and I love like high scope missions <laughs> quite frankly and if you're here if you are listening to this if you are in Fallon's field energetically you are right on time and and we need you we need you this planet needs you to be empowered to feel alive in your own way however that is for you and she's like what a beautiful guide you are for people in a myriad of ways 
And I know I am in my way, but we have got to anchor down on this planet. This disassociation, I just like, no, I don't buy that story. That's a mental story. Yeah. That is, uh, you haven't delved into any of your trauma and wounding really story. You haven't really breathed story. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like a breathwork practitioner. I'm just coming off of a breathwork retreat, which is why I'm using the breath. But also I know how powerful it's been in my journey. Um, and I resisted breathwork for a very, very, very long time. Um, and I finally had the courage. It was like the only spiritual modality that I was like, nah, I don't, I don't need to go down that. I'm good. And then yeah. this year, this year has been, oh, nope, Carrie, we're going in. Like, yeah, we're going in. And I've never felt more free. I've never felt more sovereign and liberated than um, when I breathe. So I'm like hooked now. I'm hooked. But I had such an aversion. I had such an aversion. so anyway, that's a whole other, I, I, I took some tangents on that one. I love that. Well, that was actually my next question because, you know, a lot of people in our space do breath work. We talk about breathing, all of that stuff. The power of the breath is just in itself, amazingly healing. But I heard someone say recently that there's something about humans, like the amount of times we breathe in a minute is like more than most mammals. And like, that's what dissociates us and like puts us in fight, flight, or freeze. Am I like, talking out of my ass or do you know what I'm talking about? Wow. I, I mean, I would not, I would assume that that would be absolutely correct. That resonates with me. Um, hundred percent. I, I mean, with every stimulus that we have in the world, Mm. I mean, of course, animals and the plant kingdom and animal kingdom are also a part of that and subject to that as well. But humans have the most (laughs) and what we decide with every technology, with every choice, with everything we put into our bodies, with every lotion we put on, like it it just goes into a myriad of directions um, that really can, can accelerate the heartbeat, can accelerate more of that mental body. Like, Oh, this is the only thing that feels known. This is the only thing that feels safe. I have to go for safety, which is part of having an ego in the human experience is to keep us safe. Um, But when we're constantly operating in that, uh, that doesn't leave a lot of spaciousness for us to get to know our truth, for us to get to know ourselves as divine beings, just like every other thing on this planet is a divine being. Um, and we can't really even get there if we are so distracted and disassociated with things that take us out of peace and safety and fry our nervous system, basically. So crazy. So this morning I was like, just thinking about how excited I was to talk to you. And I was just like, there's anything cool you want me to think about? Let me know. And then I was remember, you know, I've been studying the brain for 11 years. That was like my bread and butter for a very long time. And one of the things of thousands that people shared at the retreat, we saw each other out, which was hosted by Christina Rice. who's amazing. Was that the brain is a processor, not a decision maker. And then I was thinking about like wanting to talk to you about like the heart intelligence. And then, you know, some of the other people on here, we talk a lot about like your gut, like being like also another key to your intuition. And I was like, it's basically like here now. (laughs) It's like what we're talking about here. (laughs) 
Totally, totally. And, um, you know, I, I think there's multiple intelligences within the human body. I think the brain is its own form of intelligence. I do believe there is heart intelligence and I do believe that there's gut intelligence. I believe that there's skin intelligence, you know, like we could go down a whole thing. So yes, I wholeheartedly agree with like the mind processes and it is a processor. And with that processing can result in a level of intelligence for sure. And there are other things outside of the body, outside of this incarnation of the physical form, like intelligence as it relates to computers, intelligence as it relates to other physical technologies and AI. That's a whole other conversation. But I will say it's like, to me, that truest radar, that truest actual decision maker is the heart. We can have gut responses and that gut intelligence can inform the heart just like our mind can process and inform the heart. But the heart intelligence is the one compiling data analysis and also just feeling. It's really feeling and sensing what feels light and alive, what feels true, what feels authentic. And it's going to go after that if you allow it and if you trust it. I love that. Uh, Amazing. I feel like my heart just cracks more open every time that I get to talk to you or even just like seeing your stuff on Instagram. Like I just like, it's a gift to be connected to your energy because I know you're connected to the divine mother, which, you know, healing my mother wound is like not even just my shit. It's like other lifetimes, like generational stuff. Like it's really powerful when you start putting these pieces together of how things are connected just from like one person and one energy, which is with, I mean, this is why I love talking about this stuff on this podcast. Cause it's a container. Like you have to live the purpose. You have to live the mission, but like, you have to let people know what you're doing. Like people need to yeah. know the work course that you're putting out. They need to know that you work virtually with people and can give them divine codes of places that they're feeling called to. And it's just, it's really fantastic and amazing. And I'm just grateful that we get to be in this space together and just let people know, like, if you are ready to do the thing, like, please do it. Cause we do. Yes, we do. We do. And, and it can feel empowering. You know, there are people that we are connected to that are meant to support us in that empowerment. We're not alone. We are never, ever, ever alone. And I have gone through my own journey of believing that that was my only reality, that I was alone. And I have had to navigate the ebbs and the tidal waves and the gentle waves of that whole experience. But for anyone listening, like you're right on time and find a guide, a mentor that feels in alignment for you and go be empowered go do you go feel and sense who you are and have the courage to do that in a supportive held environment when needed. We're not meant to do it alone. And some of that may take investment of time, money, resources, but it's, it's all for a more, you know, aligned, truly aligned and vibrant experience on this planet. And really that's for, that's for, that's for you. That's for me. That's for everyone. Um, 
we all deserve that. We deserve to feel that kind of unconditional love in this experience, starting with ourselves. For sure. Sounds like just more tangents. <laughs> I, love I love it. And I love you. And I'm so grateful for your expertise and your energy and everything you're doing for the planet and everything you did for me just in this time together and everyone who's listening. And Carrie's contact info is below and you can explore some of the different amazing things that she is offering but I just want to send you love and always wishing you the most fun divinely supported and safe travels and yeah I just love following you and especially when I get to see when you anything where it's like the ocean or something is moving with Gaia you write she moves and it just like I love that it goes straight to my heart I love it Thank you, Fallon, for everything. I love you. I'm so grateful that you are in my life. I'm so grateful that we get to co-create uh, just our lives and whatever moving forward. And what we have since we met two months ago, like it's just been a joy. And I know it, it's like a, just be the beginning for each of us in our own, you know, kind of revamp of life. Yeah, but also just in yeah, and like how we support each other and how we co-create, and even just in this conversation, you know, I know that it is going to serve exactly who it is meant to serve, and uh, nothing lights me up more than like people like you who are doing it, having a beautiful space to be and to basically share your wisdom, share your codes through a podcast. It's incredible. And, um, there's just so much content uh, like on your podcast conversations in your, like in your field in in your IG on with your, I mean, I'm sure with your clients that I just really hope people understand that the, like this is stuff is invaluable. It really is. And, um, I'm just so excited to continue witnessing you and continue witnessing what's ahead. I'm so grateful to know you. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, absolutely. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you, Valen. And Archer, who um, right before we hit record, decided to leave, which I thought was interesting. My cat, who's usually all up in all my videos, he shed a whisker when Carrie and I got on together. So pretty crazy stuff, which is also synchronistic because um, Anna Wood posted something last night about like the shape, the snake shedding. And I like dreamt about it. I was thinking about it all morning. I couldn't get it out of my head because I've heard it a million times, but like it just, when she said it, I was like, yes. So. I'm wow. 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 Love Anna Wood. And also, yeah, I mean, you and I were chatting before about this whisker. Yeah symbolism and it's just incredible it's incredible and what a gift what a gift from archer what a gift from the divine what a gift for this conversation i'm just so grateful so thank you thank you and have a great night because i know it's nighttime where you are thank you Fallon. see everybody else on the next episode